Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Before we dive into today's episode, I have something really exciting for you guys, and it's totally free. So I know for myself, I have a hard time seeing what is out of alignment in my life when things are out of alignment. I just know that I feel stuck or unclear or like heavy and like I'm moving through mud, honestly. And things just don't seem to work as well when I'm out of alignment in my life. But the issue I think I've run into over time is that how do I figure out what's out of alignment? How do I realign my life? How do I come back to what my truth is when things feel funky and foggy and unclear? And so I took myself through a practice and a process of asking myself certain rapid fire questions, journaling, doing some, you know, planning honestly has been so helpful for me is just kind of laying out a plan that feels good. So I have a really cool resource for you guys called the alignment guide. Again, it's totally free. It's going to walk you through the exact process I use when things feel out of alignment, when they feel like nothing is going the way that I thought it would when I feel like I just don't know what those next steps are. It's a really cool tool to help bring you back into alignment, bring you back to your truth and help gain a little clarity around what are my next moves, what actually feels in alignment. So if you want your copy of that, you can go down to the show notes and click on the alignment guide. It'll bring you to the opt-in page. Um, or you can go to shelbyrose.com forward slash alignment guide to get access. Before we dive into this episode with one of my favorite humans, Steph Davies, I have two nuggets for you guys. First, there are three spots left in my one-on-one spiritual and life coaching program, Become Magnetic. So if you're looking to let go of some limiting beliefs, up-level your mindset, maybe just get healthier jump over to the show notes and schedule a discovery call. Now, let me just say this. If you're not ready to do the inner work, if you're not ready to get it vulnerable, if you're not ready to up level, this may not be for you. But for the rest of you, let's see if it's a magical fit. Second, if you have not yet left a review, I mean, why haven't you? I just wanted to let you guys all know, I really, truly appreciate these. I am so freaking passionate about spreading the word on how to raise your vibration. And I would love for more people to get connected with this podcast. Plus, I know I'm lazy when it comes to reviews. So I'm going to hook you guys up with some of my favorite personal development books and nutrition supplements that absolutely raise my vibe. Um, If you want to get entered to win these, 
you've got to be one of the first 40 to leave a review. Now, a little background on Steph. So, I'm going to just throw this out here. I think she has some of the best energy, and she definitely raises your vibration when you tune into this one. Steph lives in Portland with her husband, two beautiful girls, and two pups. She started her entrepreneurial journey by climbing the ranks of a network marketing company and hitting the Million Dollar Club. She most recently launched her spiritual and life coaching business, and she was my personal coach for a couple of months. While I work with Steph, I can honestly say I release some of my most limiting beliefs. I learn how to just have fun, and I realign with my true soul purpose. In my eyes, Steph is an absolute guru when it comes to manifestation and alignment. And I'm so excited for you guys to tune into this episode. Okay, Steph. So just before we dive into all the goodness and all the magic, why don't you give our listeners a little bit of a background on who you are, where you came from, all that good stuff. Well, I'm so excited to be here. Shelby, thank you so much. Um, let's see, where do I start? Um, so how I got on this journey, I'll kind of like backtrack a little bit. So right now, um, I'm a spiritual life and business coach and it might look like really easy and flowy from the outside, but it's taken a lot of work to get here. And I would say my story begins, uh, really when I had spent, the first decade of my adulthood waiting tables and going to college and really trying to figure out where I fit in this world as a free spirit. Um, I always joke that like I drive past office buildings and I'm like, how do you get a job there? Like, what are those jobs? (laughs) What is this? (laughs) And so I always just kind of had that little feeling that I didn't fit. Even through college, I got my bachelor's in psychology and I remember just having this desire to help people but then having this mentor that I loved so much um, my junior year of college tell me that I would either love what I did and make no money at all or hate what I did and make great money in the field of helping people. And I think he was a burned out therapist who was (laughs) projecting onto me. But I remember just thinking like, oh shit, Um, about grad school. Like, I don't know if I'm going to pursue this and what will this look like? And so um, it took me a good, you know, decade to even finish college and figure out what that was going to look like. And I was waiting tables that whole time, just kind of getting through, but always knowing that I was made for something more while then having thoughts of, you know, worthiness and issues I had to work through in terms of who am I to help people or who am I to like do something really special or people are telling me this is impossible. But I always kind of envision just like helping people and doing things differently, like being on walks and talking about like their whole life wellness and food. And I was like, God, this has to exist. Um, And then after college, I got swooped up by my family's real estate team. And I thought this is it like a big girl job in a glossy building. Like I have to get dressed and I have to like, you know, wear like black or whatever. Like I felt just all serious. (laughs) I, I just remember thinking and even telling my husband, like, this is it. I got my big girl job. And once I was on the inside and realized the things that I had to sacrifice for the income and for that lifestyle, I just wasn't willing to sacrifice. We got pregnant kind of quickly and unexpectedly after we got married. And I remember just stressing my whole pregnancy, like, gosh, I don't know what this kid's going to be like, if she's going to be like totally ornery and like 
I'm not having much time to give my marriage right now. And so things were just crazy. And it was one of those, it was one of the first realizations that I had when it came to that whole money doesn't equal happiness piece in my life. I had been super broke and waited tables and like, I was so happy. We were like camping and felt really present in my life. And then this was my only experience of really like having a job, like a, a real job, I called it. They're all real jobs. But, um, so it all came to a head when my daughter was born and I just wasn't willing to end up divorced and with a child that didn't know me because I was working my face off. And so, um, I took the leap and left that job and thank God, um, I had the support and I think what was most important in that moment, and it's happened to me multiple times in my life is that like blind faith, knowing that like this, this whisper is becoming so loud. It's becoming a yell and it begins to show up in our bodies as anxiety and just frazzled energy when we're denying like this isn't right. And I was working for family and they were super, they were super ticked off at me, honestly, that I like would throw away this opportunity. They thought I was like this little brat, but I'm like, when I get quiet, this is what's right for me. And this is what's true for me. And I think that people think that like when we tune in, then it's easy, but there are some times when there's a difficult decision that has to be made. And so from there, you know, I was home with Phoebe and found like little odds and ends to, to make it through. That's when I found, um, network marketing and was able to kind of learn my way through entrepreneurship, which I think is such a powerful way to start a business because you don't have to like know much and you have this community and all these tools. And so I'm so grateful that that opportunity and learning how to work on social media and share my story and just kind of work through what's true for me has led me to, again, another transition into just stepping out in my own way, which I know you've been doing too, which is so inspiring, but, um, it hasn't been easy. Um, but I wouldn't trade it for anything either because, um, I just turned 33 and I'm like, Oh, feel like I'm gaining like gray hairs and wisdom all over the place. And it makes me really excited for 43 and 53 to be like, man, there's so much that we don't know. And there may be hard things. I don't think there, there has to be something hard in order to have a breakthrough, but there may be. And as long as we continue to really ask ourselves what's true for us, um, we can step into that truth and that alignment and just that place that feels really good. So Long, long story long. I'm, I'm, I'm Steph Davies. <laughs> I like to help people. <laughs> I can love you. <laughs> Although I love that you brought up, like, I think a lot of people you watch from the outside on social yeah. media and you see their transition or, you know, people go to your profile and they're like, oh my gosh, she has it all together. She has her dream life. She's doing this entrepreneurship thing. And they don't see what you had to go through to get there. They didn't, they can't see that. Like you had to do, you know, have this resistance with your family and have to experience, you know, I think every time we step into that next phase of our life, that's really aligned. There is a lot of resistance. It's like the universe is testing us. Do you really want this? Mm -hmm. And are you really willing to do what it takes Mm -hmm. to feel this peace and feel this alignment and feel what's true to you? So Mm -hmm. I think that's so powerful. Cause I get that all the time. People reach out and they're like, Oh, you're doing this thing. You're, you know, it looks so easy. And it's like, it was so uncomfortable mm-hmm. getting where you are. And you hear that in everyone's story. It's like, 
everyone goes through that discomfort, but I just love that you brought it up and that it's a part of your story as well. Well, and I think that people forget then when they see it looking easy that there are parts of my life today that feel really easy, but I feel like like I went through the birthing process of this version of myself and then the baby pops out and you're like, oh, all that hard work and now we get to settle in. And so I think if I could give the listeners one piece of advice, it's to tune into like what that little voice is trying to tell you and to trust that sometimes you've got to dive into that fire and to have the blind faith, like I'm sure you had to have with your move and like the opinions will come. Everyone will have feedback. And like you said, it's an opportunity then for you to go, okay, is this true for me? And sometimes we're like, oh, maybe I was wrong. And, and that feedback can help us figure out, am I on the right track? But then there's times when it gives us the opportunity to really step into who we are, which isn't always easy and comes with the healing work of feeling worthy of stepping into who you are. Um, and people might think you're crazy, but I also always anchor myself in the belief that regardless of if people can relate to the exact like transition or change you're making, it will still inspire them because you're being bold and true to yourself. And so even if they don't get it, like I'm sure your family was probably like, Colorado, what? (laughs) It's still like, then the seed is planted for them and they start to think, what do I want? Mm -hmm. And so I think that's such a gift. It is always a gift to trust in yourself because even if people don't get it, it helps them go, hmm, what do I want? And that's like the greatest gift ever. Oh, I love that. Because didn't you face some of that? Like when you moved, were people like, what is going on? <laughs> oh, absolutely. So my entire family, my dad's side, and a lot of my mom's side live within like a 25 mile radius of one another. <laughs> and it's like, I, I think my dad's side has like nine and my mom's side has 11 aunts and uncles and I have like oh 75 God. cousins all together but like we're not talking like three families we're talking like all of my family oh my God. lives within like 25 miles of one another and it's like this beautiful thing mm-hmm. but it wasn't right for me and mm-hmm. so yeah absolutely I had a lot of people be like why would you move farther away like why would mm-hmm. you leave mm-hmm but the mountains were calling. <laughs> the mountains were calling. And you can always go back. Like, I think sometimes we get all in our head and future trip about like, even with building this business and things I've helped clients with when they're thinking about, like, I'm having this urge or desire to like start this business or make this big change. They're so tripped up on that big picture that it's paralyzing or they talk themselves out of it. And so I think if we all gave ourselves permission to one change, like, oh, let me make this big deal. I did it. I moved to New York when I was 19. I'm like, let me make it this big deal and have all this drama around it. And then like, I moved back home and it, it like, it's over now, you know, that we can decide to change and try things on and just take that next step towards what we want. Try it out. And if it's not right, then move home or get another job or, you know, I mean, I think we get so freaked out about the finality of it and nothing has, nothing is final, good or bad, right? Change is the only constant. So I think sometimes we get so freaked out if we can't step into it fully or we feel like it's so polar opposite of something that we've said we wanted before, whether it's a relationship, it really appeals to everything. 
just asking yourself, take an inventory, like what is feeling in alignment in my life right now? Friends, family, relationships, how you're spending your time, your health, and just take inventory, you know, rate it on a scale of one to 10. How do you want to feel in those areas? What needs to change? Maybe you're rocking it at your relationship, but you know, you want to put more time into a business or your health or something. I think just becoming more conscious is really where our power is so that we don't feel like life is happening to us. Always for us. <laughs> Always for us. Yes. Easy when it's easy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we're like, this is so great. These clients are falling in my lap or like all this stuff. And then we're like, it's hard. I don't <laughs> like every other week, too. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. Like, wait, my manifesting powers can't like control the whole universe and circumstances. Like, oh, I'm going to have to deal. <laughs> Mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I want to dive into, I love. So you mentioned like network marketing is where you started yeah. in entrepreneurship. I love your transition because you had so much success in network marketing. It was, mm -hmm. you know, to someone who was on the inside of that company, like mind blowing success and yeah. to step away or step, you know, back up a little bit mm -hmm. from your role there to mm -hmm. pursue something that really felt in alignment. Like how to, and I think people that I, li I like that story because people can apply this to, you know, let's say they've climbed the ranks of a business or wh wherever they are finding success, but it doesn't feel aligned. Mm -hmm. What did that transition feel like? And how did you really step, you know, make that transition from one to the other? How did that kind of come about? And what were some of the things that you felt when you were going through that? Mm hmm no, can I be super honest? Because yeah. it, was, it was really messy. Okay. <laughs> so it all started when like every year I make a vision board, I'm super big on like having direction and actually using them and having daily rituals around envisioning the life that you want. And that is what helped me build that business is that future vision. So that when things were, if things were crazy in the moment or I was feeling like I was having a setback or experiencing something sort of negative, I could always put myself in that future feeling of where we were going. And that just helped make the day to day a little bit easier. But I kept putting on my vision board that I wanted to have my own business too, that I wanted to have a life coaching business. And I was comfortable enough for a lot of years that like, I just looked at it and I was like, oh, I didn't have to, but it was still really a true desire of mine. I wanted even more freedom. I wanted to be able to launch things when I wanted to launch them. And I wanted to um, really be in charge of my time and my energy, which is the part that kind of was difficult for me in network marketing was this feeling like I had a lot of cords attached to me and a lot of people that um, had expectations of how I should show up for them. And so I was really desiring even more freedom. And so, um, like often happens, um, I won't say it's a rule or a truth, but for me, um, that little whisper got really loud and like, I wasn't able to deny it any longer. And I'll backtrack a little bit that I, the, the success I had with network marketing happened so fast. And in a time when the universe, I think really was in alignment with masculine energy, social media was growing really fast. Like we could hustle and hit it hard and that was working. And then I got to run away 
with like success was how I ran. Like I could run from certain feelings that I didn't want to process. And so while I had a lot of success, I didn't necessarily have the capacity to hold on to it. I had a lot of fear around losing it all. That was literally something I thought about daily. Like, oh my gosh, my whole family relies on this. Like if I don't show up, if I don't do this list and all the things, like it's all going to crumble. And so it wasn't on the the strongest foundation that it could have been. And part of this whole process and transitioning and in, you know, having some real fallout in terms of my business and uh, my network marketing business, I had to recognize my part. And what's been beautiful is I don't have to beat myself up over the parts of me that, that were imperfect as a leader or as a coach um, in that capacity, but I could take it and decide that I was going to do things differently moving forward. So I, I, I bring that piece up because then I got to this, like it all came to a head. Um, I had just some fallout with some friends and some people in my organization that, that really was fueled by my insecurities around money and lack and being fearful of it leaving. So I don't think that while my intentions were always good, there was a lot to clean up. And so like, I just kind of picture sand going through our fingers, you know, like I could pick it up and I could keep picking it up and I could make it happen. Um, but I really had to finally like, let it go and ask myself, what am I so afraid of? Cause it got to a point where then it was easy for me to post and I could hit all these goals and I could do the things. But then one day it just left me. Like the universe was finally like, we've got to release this fear. And that was the first time I took a break from social media and had to really like expose myself to the fear. Like it won't all crumble. I am supported. And I remember I was on this trip with family and I was like in the middle of the woods in West Virginia. And I got this like ding. It was when that first time I had let go of, of posting and showing up in the way that used to work. Um, but I got this notification that I had made some affiliate income, like a thousand bucks from helping some friends out with their course. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I have been disconnected for like a week. And the universe is just there going, I support you. Like this is the right path. And I think so often because we think it needs to look a certain way or we let fear really take the driver's seat, we those winks and those nudges are happening, but we're not as open to seeing them. And so that was just one of those turning points for me where I was like, "Oh, I can do this." Because I've sat in therapy, I'll be honest with you guys and and tell you, like, I remember sitting with my therapist and my life coach at the time. And I was like, I just got lucky. Like it's how the placement went and the timing of it and all this stuff. Like I could still excuse my success. And underneath that was still just fear of being for me, fear of being big and the fear of success and also the fear of failure. Like so many, so many, so much baggage, you guys. <laughs> But I mean, it, because it's possible to plow through some of that work, like we can be like rocking and rolling, but I really think that like over time that stuff just builds in us. And so long story long, again, it was, it was a long process. And I think a big piece of it was denying my intuition, not having done the work to hold on to the success and then coming to a point where I was so sick and tired and it was showing up as anxiety in my body and I didn't have the words or the, the inspiration or motivation to do what I was doing before. So my only option then was to 
begin this business. Mm -hmm. And I have no ill feelings about myself or anyone or anything about my past. And I think that's, what's been powerful is if you're going to transition and you're going to, or you're going to begin something new, like keep your side of the street clean, talk about some good stuff. You know, I mean, you don't have to, we don't have to excuse the past us. I think I see a lot of that happening on social media. Like, oh my gosh, this memory popped up from two years ago. And I can't believe I was saying that. It's like, honor who you were before Mm -hmm. and then honor who you're becoming. And it gets so much easier. So now I've signed a contract with the universe that I won't have to burn it all down in order for the next idea to come. (laughs) Like now I'm like, I will honor the whisper when it comes through, because I know that there's no, like, there's no stopping it. I, someone had shared this visualization with me one time and it really helped like thinking about a beach ball and holding, trying to hold it underwater and that it keeps popping up. And like all of that effort, we're like squirming on the ball, like trying to keep it underwater and like, well, then we're underwater. And it's just like this chaotic exchange where like the ball just wants to come up. Like what just wants to come up and what can we let come up and not being afraid to open up whatever it is that needs to come out and through so that you can, from this day forward, rebuild that foundation really strong and consciously and go, okay, this is coming up for me. So I'm letting my business build a little bit slower now. It's still growing and thriving and super successful, but I am unavailable for anything that's out of alignment. I work Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and I know that the universe supports me when I show up as my best and fullest. And so now I'm so grateful that I got thrown into just that lesson, and I'm only available for it being easier moving forward if you're listening, universe, but we're good. (laughs) But a great book through that time was Broken Open. I don't know if you've read that, but it's a great book for anyone who's feeling like they're at that, like point in their life where they're just being cracked open and we can't run anymore and we just need to to look at it and let it become a part of our stories that empowers us yes I literally have read that book and recommended it and bought it for multiple people so thanks (laughs) (laughs) so good so good oh I love all of that and I think like yeah it might be really messy guys basically that's life right yeah Um, let's, let's like back up to manifestation a little bit because we talked about like how some weeks it feels like we have all the power to manifest and then some weeks it feels like we're totally out of alignment. Like what are your things you do to stay in alignment with manifesting and manifest things more quickly? Like, is there any thing that you do, any rituals you have that, Mm -hmm. that keep you really high vibe so that you're, you're really bringing things in? Oh, yes. So the vision boards, obviously, and we can talk more about that. But what I think is most powerful that people overlook is the opportunities they have daily to tune in. And so one set of rituals that I have in the morning that's my favorite is my journaling practice. So what I do is I whip open my journal and I have a journal specifically just for this. I don't like to cram like client notes and all the things in the journal. This is just my my personal journal. So I do one page of gratitude, just free, you know, just let it flow. 
And if you know me or follow me, like I'm grateful for everything. Like I'm sitting, I'm sitting on a really soft rug right now. Like I'm so grateful. <laughs> and, and so I just let it, like, I just let it roll. I don't know how many lines there are on a page, but I fill the whole thing up from coffee to family to opportunity to sunshine, like everything. So first I do gratitude. Then the second page I do desires. So what is it that I want? What is it that I want to call in, cultivate feelings, experiences, um, and sometimes you might surprise yourself like, oh, didn't realize I wanted that. And so again, I fill the page, right? From words, feelings, um, all the things. And then the third page, I do fears. And that's where I think it's so important as we manifest and as we tune into what spiritual practices feel good for us is to not try to put a positive band-aid on some of the negative feelings. I think some people call it spiritually bypassing, like just thinking, oh no, there's a negative thought, so I must not be manifesting. But it's important to witness it. So I write out the fears, like, because when I'm writing those desires, I can feel it building, like, oh gosh, who are you to want this? What is this? This is crazy. Who, you know, you haven't done that in the past, or you have, and you messed it up, like whatever comes up when you're writing it. And so then I go through the fears. I'm like, what if I, what comes up for me a lot? Throat chakra work. I'm rubbing my little blue stone for the throat shocker right now as we're talking. Um, what if I don't have enough to say? What if I run, run out of things to say? What if, you know, people don't like me? Like regular human stuff, right? Like what if we flop on stage and people are like, you're crazy, you're a fraud. And so I write through all these things just so I can feel them and acknowledge them. And when I see them on the paper, it's kind of easy to see that they're kind of crazy. And then also by the end of that, it's kind of like a a channeling experience for me. Cause by the end of that page, I'm usually already turning them around. I'm like, I have, I have enough to say and people love to hear what I have to say. Like I'm supported and I'll never abandon myself. Like then I just kind of start to write the opposite of those things that were coming through. And then I like slam that journal closed and I'm like, bring on, I bring on the day, like pull some cards. And so that really just helps me tune into one gratitude makes us a magnet. We have to see what's around us right now in order to bring more in. If, you are shrugging at paychecks or like you're getting a $50 rebate in the mail and you're like, whatever, it's not 500. Like that kind of those simple leaks. I think people underestimate how much that turns us off to receiving more. I always love the analogy and I don't know when it came to me, but it's like my favorite is thinking about a kid at Christmas, like unwrapping presents and just like plowing through the presents. And you're like, Hey, did you even look at that last one? Like where, you know, and so I, it's, it makes me kind of laugh and it makes it simple. Cause I'm like, man, if I'm like plowing through all of these gifts that the universe is giving me without even giving thanks, are, is it going to give me more? Right. Mm -hmm. Or is it going to say, sit down, <laughs> be thankful for your, you know, the air in your lungs, the things that are around you, because that's what helps you see more. And then tuning into the desires, obviously, so you can actually ask yourself what it is you want, what you want to feel more of, um, and processing those fears so that then you can, you can work your way into those bigger, those bigger goals and dreams. Mm -hmm. Two things came up while you were talking about those. Like one, when I started my gratitude journal, I feel like that's when I started to figure out this whole manifestation thing. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I always talk about this house I live in in Colorado. It was the one I literally sat down and visualized. Mm -hmm. Every morning I was like, this is the backyard I want. This is the backyard I want. I want a fenced-in backyard for Ava, my roommate's dog. I didn't have Sage at that time, but I knew I wanted a fenced-in backyard. 
place where we could have bonfires. And I literally sat down and visualized it every morning. It was at the same time I started that gratitude journal. And I kid you not, it's the same backyard. Like my roommate got to this house and she was like, Shelby, this is the backyard you have been telling us about for like weeks. And I was like, I know. Shut <laughs> up. Crazy. It was literally like magic. And it is magic. Like manifestation is always magic. But I think you're right. Like you have to have those other, you have to have the feeling there. I mean, like, mm-hmm. mm the gratitude there and, and the alignment like of really knowing what you want. Cause I think I've tried to manifest things I didn't really truly want in the past mm-hmm. too. So it's like tuning into what your desires are. Like you can't get something you don't really truly want at your core. Maybe you can, mm-hmm. but. Or things that you aren't asking for. I love that you brought up visualization because another practice that I do that I teach around vision boards is one creating the vision board, but then having some visualization rituals around it. My favorite thing to do is to put on a feel good song for a long time. Mine was sitting on the dock of the bay because I would just close my eyes and I could picture the sun pouring in the window when I'm having my coffee. And like there were parts of the house that I couldn't see. And you know, I was a girl who always rented, never had, you know, never really had things that were nice. And I just like had this feeling in my heart that like, I wanted a home for my family. And so I would sit and when that music was on, literally I'm transporting myself into that future self. Mm -hmm. And then what I think that does for your vibration is then you're seeing more opportunities throughout your day to make that happen. Right. My husband and I joke around about about manifesting. We were on a road trip one time and I'm like, I could have really used a bathroom and some coffee right now. And I was like, I am so excited that it's coming because this has been a long ass stretch of this. <laughs> we come around this corner. It's been like nothing for hours. And it's like this town called Susanville in California. And uh, we pull up to Starbucks and he's like, so do you really think that Susanville wasn't here before? <laughs> and I'm like, well, no, but back off because this is feeling very magical and very aligned. And if it raises, you know, my vibration to think like, wow, thank you, universe. Ask and you shall receive. Maybe I would have been looking down on my phone and we would have passed right through it, right? You know, exactly. it's like everything. I think what people need to realize too is everything is there for us to call in all of the opportunities, all of that. Um, but we have to do that work in order to feel worthy enough to ask for it. And that's why I do that process of really honoring what's coming up underneath it. Mm -hmm. Um, so that like, it has to be something we can get behind. And I don't know if you've experienced that before, like, okay, let me play around with this a little bit right? And not be like, give me the mansion on the lake. And if it doesn't happen by next week, like what's going on? This doesn't work. But it's really just to, oh, there's this process I love so much. Um, I picked this up at a Gabby Bernstein retreat and she talked about like journaling out the night before what you want your day to look like the next day. And I think that's a really cool place for people to start and like walk yourself through the entire day. Like how is your morning going to go? Is it going to, you're going to get up fully rested and like coffee is going to already be made because you have it set. Like walk yourself through your entire day and create these elaborate experiences. I had put on mine. I was traveling home the next day. Like I'm going to have a nice conversation with an older gentleman at the airport. It's going to be just so rich and full of connection. And I remember I was sitting at the airport and I was having this conversation with this guy about his four daughters and it like clicked. I'm like, Oh my God, I wrote about this last (laughs) night. And it's like, would it still have happened? And I hadn't realized that it was this magical opportunity. Were my eyes more open to it? Would I have seen it and been like, ew, stop talking to me. You know, would I not like really just 
played around with it a little bit. And so that's one of my favorite exercises too, is just to design your day, like get excited. What do you want the rest of this day to look like tomorrow? And like, how can we then use that as excitement to raise your, your vibration and your become more of a magnet for the things you want while detaching if it doesn't happen the next day, right? Like that's the part too, is the faith being that we trust even when we can't see the outcomes because we're always, it's always so cliche, but it is this or something better. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I think a lot of people don't realize, like you said, like don't realize they're actually manifesting mm-hmm. when they're manifesting. And I think this can happen good or bad as like, mm-hmm. I, I use two examples. Like my friend manifests shitty guys into her life. Cause she's <laughs> like, all guys are dicks. I'm like, whoa. Yeah that's what you're looking for right now mm-hmm. and like continues to date really shitty guys because that's what she's calling in mm-hmm. and I have another friend who is like I don't manifest I have no idea how and then we were talking and she's like oh I think the do- job I got I manifested and I was like oh hey tell me about it and she's like well I really wanted a job with a food company and I wanted to be on like their marketing team <laughs> and I wanted to be health conscious and she's like and that's where I'm working and now like, so you're thinking about this before you got your job and then you found this job and it just lays in your lap and she's like, yeah. And I was like, well, that's manifesting. She's like, oh, like, totally. I think we think it's more magical than it is or we don't make those connections that we're calling mm-hmm. those things in because we just haven't thought about it that way before. Yes. I love the idea that everything is a yes to the universe. So that's where we have to be really careful. Like we can change our thoughts the universe is responding to the most dominant thought. So you can't be like, I suck, I suck. I'm only available for these sucky guys, but then go, but I want a nice one, but I suck, but I suck. You know, it's really like that most dominant thought. Mm -hmm. And a way to shift is just to ask yourself, become more aware of your thoughts and ask yourself, does this thought support where I want to go? And if no, get out your shovel because it's time it's time to start digging (laughs) what's underneath all that story right like who where did I pick up this idea that for me money is bad like that's what I picked up as a kid if you're rich you're a greedy a-hole if you're poor you got a lot of love like my family was always like super together and so I picked up a lot of stories that reinforced that so that's a lot of the work I had to do around wealth and success was that it was bad you know and so that is true for I think we can look at you know what are the top three stories we have in different areas of our life relationships friendships money work and that's where the work starts just go okay I can choose a different thought around this it's going to be a little tricky it's like building a muscle right it's not going to feel natural at first you got to start with the three pound weight when everyone else goes in the tens um but let it build like let yourself be where you are and just witness the thoughts that's the beginning so that you can ask yourself if that supports where you want to go and a lot of times those crappy thoughts they're keeping us safe there's something we want but that we just don't feel truly worthy of or capable of or you know then there's just other there's just other stuff always underneath it if we're brave enough to look at it and quit sweeping it under the rug Yes, that's the big part. <laughs> it's like the hardest part is like actually diving mm-hmm. into the scary stuff, but but it gets easier, right? Yeah. Like each time, like each time we use the tools. Mm-hmm. I remember my husband was listening. He like overheard me listening to Gabby Bernstein talk about witnessing her thoughts, and he's like, "She's telling you to think about every single thought you have. Like that sounds exhausting." And I'm like, "But 
you catch yourself and then you have your, your toolbox mm -hmm. and it gets easier. Your comeback gets quicker where you, maybe something would have taken you out for a week. Like you have a bad day and then you do, you use your tools, you use the steps and then you, your comeback is quicker. Yeah. So it gets easier. <laughs> you don't have to analyze everything, but the awareness is good. Mm -hmm. And I think too, is like, once you go into the darkness and you've experienced it and you're, you are aware, you almost want to go into it more because usually there's something really beautiful on the other side. It's like that book broken open is like, you find that rebuild phase on the other side. So it's almost like you, you just want to get it over with and like go into it rather than sweeping it under the rug because you know, an up level is on the other side. Like, mm. Mm. you're like, you're like, bring it. I know yeah. what. <laughs> I know what this has meant in the past. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that too, you know, when we're going through something hard or maybe we're in resistance, I call on past experiences of when that's happened and how it's proven to be something positive, mm -hmm. how it's proven to lead to the next right thing, right? The breakup that you're like, well, thank God now that it, hindsight is a lot easier to have than when you're in it. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when I'm in the thick of something, yeah, I'm like, this has to mean something. It just has to, because the, the universe isn't out to like get us, right? Like it's not, it's just not that way. That blind faith. Mm -hmm. Once you have it, you can't get rid of it. Well, and it, it makes you again, just more aware of opportunities to move through it. You see maybe a coach pops up in your newsfeed. Maybe Shelby pops up in your newsfeed when you're thinking like, I could use support on this or like, I'm open to guidance. I always tell the universe when I'm feeling like really confused about why this could be something good is that I'm open to creative possibilities, right? Like this is feeling like there are not a lot of possibilities or opportunities. So what can I do with this? Like, that's a thing. I feel like a lot of people sit in it just like, Oh, this is happening to me or just like poor me when really like I got to move through, I got to be able to like <laughs> cut it up and turn it into something else so that I can just feel more empowered. Like I, I just truly don't believe that we're victims, you know, to what's happening to us, that there's always something on the other side of it. And so call on those past experiences. I find that to be such a good reminder when we're in the thick of it. I love that. So true. Okay. So tell everyone a little bit about, you just launched Aligned, Abun Aligned mm -hmm. Abundance and you do live coaching, but so tell us a little bit about what you do and what your mission is, like what, what you really want to do for the world. What mm. legacy do you want to leave? It's like, it's like seven questions in one. I'm like, I'm like shifting in my seat. Okay. So yes. I mean, I love to serve women through online courses that are really accessible. And I love to coach women and just help them realize the power that they have in a situation and in their lives to to do anything that they want to do. Um, it's funny when I started my business, the, the safe little place for me to wiggle in was that I could teach people about business. I knew how to create a business online and I do have tools in that tool bag, but the feedback I get from most clients, which I love is that I can hold space for the goals, but help them really see what there is in the present moment to enjoy. And I think that came from me seeking worthiness and happiness in that next goal and not taking time to truly celebrate or be present. And that's really what's been so 
um, exciting to see in my clients that they can really enjoy the process. They can begin to look at the stories that are holding them back from the things that they truly want. And together, you know, I can stand next to them while they need me to, to have that, um, that power and trust in themselves until then they have it. So we work through whatever the stories are. And that's, what's been funny. I'm like, we're going to talk about business. And then 90% of the time we're talking about mindset and blocks. And so it's just fun to tune into what the client needs that day. Are we talking strategy? Or are we talking like really what's holding you back from the strategy that you know? And so I would say my mission is just to help women and people in general be more present and be more sure of themselves in those aligned actions that they want to take to trust their intuition and to trust in the universe and to trust that everything is happening for them and that they can have whatever they want whatever they want to ask for, whatever they have the guts to ask for. Um, so a lot of the work I do is around becoming more conscious of our daily rituals and our mindset and just stuff that I feel like people overlook, but that really is so empowering. I have a client that still thanks me for a part of my rituals course that talked about making your bed, you know, and just being able to pass things on to people and to use our experiences to, to shorten that distance for people, I think is so powerful. And it's something that I think people in the coaching world greatly underestimate the value of having someone along that journey, having someone with you on the journey and helping someone through what maybe took us 10 years to dig ourselves out of and helping them through it in a 10 month program or a 10 week, you know, stint together that, um, it's really neat to be able to, to lead clients through that. And I pinch myself every day because now I truly know what it feels like for work to not feel like work. And I'm so, so grateful for that. I love that. And it's almost like, <laughs> I feel that too. I'm like, <laughs> I feel a little guilty. Like I need to work on that because it's almost like, how do I deserve to do the work I do? Mm -hmm. And that's like more of the work, but it is, it's like, there's so much magic here. Mm -hmm. And it's so fun. And I think that's what we're all meant to find in this lifetime is like where mm -hmm. our own personal magic is. Mm -hmm. um, well, yeah. And I, I think to myself, like how would it have felt to have someone with me through some of those hard times, whether it was grief or the business stuff, like, I would have taken out a second mortgage on my house. Like if someone could have told me I wasn't crazy, mm -hmm. you know, that it's going to be okay to help, help you see things that you can't see when you're so emotionally invested in a situation. Um, every time I've hired a coach, it's, it's come back tenfold. One, I think because the universe knows you're serious about your dreams or even just your own healing. Um, and I've had experiences where like, you know, I hire the coach and I want to puke. And then like the next day I get this crazy download for a whole new program. That's how aligned abundance came through. It's just when we're open to it. And when we, we take the steps that we expect our clients to, then that's when we really step into alignment and out of fear. Mm. I love so that. So fun. It's so fun. Yeah. And of course you're worthy. You're worthy because you want to freaking help people. Like that's <laughs> exactly, that's all, you know, like that's all I tell myself when I am having like an ego moment mm -hmm. is it wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. 
okay, well, it's here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for me, it wouldn't be here. So thanks universe. Like I will accept the gift and I will do the work around what is making me feel, mm-hmm. you know, a little shadowy, a little moody. I can get pretty moody. I'm an Aquarius. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I just hide in my office for a couple of days and Paulo Santo my way out of this. <laughs> And that works too. So it's great. <laughs> we have two old so that's what the two boxes for. <laughs> but that's an important point, I think, with at each level. Like I know I've had times in my journey where I've I've been like, okay, can someone take this lesson off of my my syllabus? Like I'm done with it. And then knowing that our stories will always be a part of us. You'll have the tools, you'll get more you'll get more aware when they pop up, but that at each level we go in our life and our relationships or business, like the same work applies. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go away. But it's, it's like the same lesson just keeps popping back up, but like lesser versions, you know, totally. you're like, Oh, I know what this is again. Well, and without it, you wouldn't, without your story, you wouldn't be able to hold the space that you do for your clients. Mm-hmm. So would you ever wish that away? No. And so sometimes that old version of Shelby pops up and is like, Hey, I'm still here. But like that, then that's the work we do to deserve to do this work. Right. We're like, okay, I'm going to show up for this because whenever I do a week later, one of my clients is going through it. And so I'm like, now I can look at those lessons as like, okay, let me learn this because someone else is going to need it. I love that. And that's really powerful. Okay. As we're kind of wrapping up one, two last questions. So one what is one thing, if you only had one thing to raise your vibration, mm. what would you do and how? Mm. I would play my face off, which for me means music. It means unplugging. It means yoga. Like really, I'd say have five things that you know bring you back. Sometimes like I've told clients, make a good day list and a bad day list. Like, you know, and know when, cause I have some clients that are like working through anxiety and the things we need on certain days are different. And so when I'm feeling blocked and like, I need to raise my vibration, I close it down and I just get into when I feel most playful, when I feel most light, when I feel most joyful. And what I found is I get to work a lot less now because I do that. And two years ago, I would have been way too afraid like seriously way too afraid. I would have been like, must capture every moment and opportunity where now I know I can, I was at hot yoga today knowing that that would best prepare me for talking to you guys. If I'm writing out a module or a post, I'm like, I'm not going to sit in my office and like be a, like just this brainiac trying to figure out what to say. Like I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to get some fresh air. I'm going to let the guidance come in. So it's really, I think, releasing the grip on it is what play allows to come in. I love it. So yeah, play, play away. Love it. Okay. Last but not least, where can people find you? Yeah. You can find me at free spirited boss babe on Instagram, the free spirited boss babe at gmail.com. If you want to chat with me, but come hang out on Instagram. I love a good DM. I love a good connection on social um, and that's where you can find all things me and kids and dogs and <laughs> all the things. Oh, little Delta, big Delta. She's huge. Oh she's <laughs> almost 40 pounds. It's crazy. What? Yeah. She's three months old. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go follow her. She's fun to follow. We'll link, I'll link that in the show notes as well. And thanks for being here. Yeah. Thank your energy you is much. Fun. 
so good. So now you're going to bring so many people's days. <laughs> Yay. Thank you so much. This is so fun. Sure. And as always, if you found this episode helpful, please do share it with your friends, your family, on your IG story. Give me a little shout out and tell me how you raise your vibration on the daily.